Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Tragically hip for you. Game day on sports. 1440, I'm Jason Greger. He's Connor Halley. The Greger Show is presented by PlayAlberta.ca. As the orders is a pretty strong favorite tonight. In Vancouver, taking on the uh, Canucks, the 44th season opener for the Edmonton owners. Only the 11th time they will start on the road. The last time they won a road game to start the regular season was also in Vancouver. January 20th, 2013. Of course, that was the um, the lockout shortened season. Remember that? Ralph Kruger and the fellas. Good start. Bad finish for the orders. Hey, Gregor, I heard you talking earlier that Boston was 43 and one when scoring first. Who was the team that beat them? Well, it happened to be the Edmonton owners. In fact, we're the only team that, uh, Boston scored first against and didn't win. That's a pretty good record though, going now 43 and one. And if you recall, the Bruins actually were leading two nothing in that game before the uh, orders came back. And uh, Darnell Nurse scored the game winner that night. So, hey, who knew? Who knew? I didn't know that until I looked it up, to be honest. So, there you go. Thanks, Wally. Good question. Let's get to the spec report brought to you by GS Construction. And, hey, speaking of good, good company to work for. They are hiring. Go to Indeed.com and look up GS Construction. Now, here's a little tip. When you fill out your resume, just put at the bottom, Teran Sandwith was my favorite NHL player. That's going to guarantee you some good brownie points with the owner. All right? Trust me. Just put it in there. See what happens. You'll, I can tell you right now, you'll know if they read your full resume or not. Just slide it in there casually. Also say you're a big fan of Sports 1440. Probably another good chance to get hired. As uh, Mark Spector joins us. Spec, how are you, my man? What's going on? Jay, ready to go, man. Oh, How you doing? Buddy, I'm pumped, man. I was watching some of the games yeah. last night and oh, it was so you're watching regular season hockey and you're just like, okay, here we go. Like the pace is way better. And I know that in a month it'll be even crisper, but it was just nice to see uh how it's going. Uh, lots of games getting uh, set underway here. So uh Jack Campbell will get the start in goal spec. Tell us what do you know? Is Ekholm going to play? What do you think? He stayed out an awfully long time today, shooting okay. on uh, Stuart Skinner. So what does that tell you? Stuart Skinner is going to be in the backup. He's, yeah. he's dressing and playing. Uh, we, I, because they have a free roster spot, mm-hmm. Like if, if Ekholm doesn't play, they're going 11 forwards and six defensemen. Yep. So because they have the free roster spot, I can't see Ekholm 
I guess I'd be a little bit surprised if he didn't dress, even if he only plays a few minutes. But listen, it's an he wasn't too injured to skate long this morning, so you'd think he could dress as a seventh D-man, wouldn't you? Well, no, because you can stay out there late and shoot, but that doesn't mean you can take contact with your hip, right? And then, so, like, as it was interesting, I asked Ryan McLeod, who didn't play preseason, what's the, what's the one thing he's got to get used to? And he goes, you know what? I just got to get used to balancing my hips when I take contact. And that was interesting. And I was just like, okay, well, there's a, you can't rush a guy back who's got a uh, weak hip and say, well, you can play five minutes, but all it takes is one, you know, ill-advised collision. And now you've set yourself back. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. And and you know what? I'm going to say to you that that you can play. I think the other team is going with yes, eleven. And six they are tonight. yes. So you can go with eleven and six. You do. You're not at a disadvantage. Uh, the other side of the coin to what I just said was, as I've said on the show before, you need Ekholm for the last sixty games. Yes. A lot more. You need him for the first twenty. Yep. So. Whatever the call is, they'll make it, I'm sure, with safety first, my friend. Yeah, yeah, no, and that makes sense. And honestly, hey, Vancouver's going 11 and 6, Beck. Hey, my thought of telling everybody there should be 11 and 6 as a regular thing in the NHL, hey, it might be coming to fruition, Speck. Yeah, I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, I doubt it too. But uh, <laughs> I, I said, I think because of the cap and everything, I think you're going to see at least. 25 games, probably more that have 11 and six across the league this year. And, and maybe, maybe that's low, maybe even 50. I just think there's, there's going to be teams in this situation. Here's two tonight already. So, uh, Ottawa also could be doing it. So we'll see how it goes. But the, uh, the Oilers. So without Ekholm, are you expecting Kulak and CeCe Broberg with DeHarnay? What do you think? Well, that's a guess because it was a very optional practice this morning with about seven guys. So yeah. Uh, I mean, let's say they're going to go, let's say they're probably going to go Nurse and Bouchard on their top pairing. And then uh, do you go Kulak at CeCe and then DeHarnay uh, with Broberg to put two kids together or do you mix them around? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I think if I'm going, I probably put DeHarnay and uh, Broberg together on my third pairing. That's probably what I would do if I was coaching. But okay. I guess let's see how uh, Dave Manson prefers to do it. Yeah, you know, we might see a mixture of it for sure. I, I will say, like, I I thought Broberg got better as the preseason went along, and um, just more minutes for a young guy. He's still very young. I'm not saying that. Oh my goodness, I got to throw him into a top four role. I'm not a big believer in uh, giving players more than they should handle. But I think Broberg uh, can play a little bit more minutes early on. That could be a big benefit long term for the orders and for him. Hey, listen. Look across the ice tonight. The third pairing the Vancouver Canucks are dressing are Juleson and Hirose. So it's not like every you know the other team's third pairing is going to knock you dead. There'd be a lot of teams that neither of those guys could even make, right? So if you're telling me DRNA and Broberg can't make their way through a National Hockey League game, DRNA played some bit, you know important playoff minutes last year. Broberg's been around a while here. He's certainly got the legs to get him through. I think we overanalyze a little bit there. To me, those two guys are at least NHL defensemen. I think it's fair to say certainly Darnay has proven he's a number six or seven in, on most teams. Uh, maybe Broberg's got a bit to prove. But when I look at who's dressing in blue and uh, green tonight, Juleson and Hirose, I'm not sure either guy is a is a bona fide NHL top six defenseman, are they? No, 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 not at all. And, uh, you know what? We had Brandon Bachelor on from uh, Vancouver, and he said the exact same thing. He goes, you, you you can get away with it a bit tonight, but you come into Edmonton on Saturday, you know Jay Woodcroft's just like, oh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, at home against those guys? Oof. Be feasting on them a little bit. So, and, and I think even tonight, like the Edmonton owners, like, spec the one, it's not a question mark for me, but it's 
something that I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm curious in 20 games what Holloway, Fogel, and McLeod will look like. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the makeup of that line, right? They've yeah. all got size. You know, none of them are shrimps. None of them are five foot eight, right? They're all over six foot, six one, six two, six three. They're all in the 200-pound range, right? And they can all really skate. So to me, I want a third line that's relentless. I want a third line that comes at me. If, if a line can come at me in waves, that's what I want. When McDavid's line comes off the ice, when Drysdale's line comes off the ice, I don't want a line where I feel like I'm getting a break. You know, yeah. they're not as good offensively, obviously, but they come at you hard and they're fast and they forecheck you. That's what I want in a third line. They'll get their goals, whatever they get. But I love the makeup of that line, Jay. I think it looks good to me. Yeah, no, I, uh, lots of speed. There's some size. Uh, I've really liked Holloway in the preseason, just, yep. you know, how he has his legs moving. And, uh, you know, I'm interested about the matchup tonight, Spec. Um, you know, Connor McDavid and Connor Brown and Evander Kane, like, uh, the makeup of that line really intrigues me. I, you know, obviously, I like Kane is like, you look at Kane's numbers, like, he still had 16 goals in 41 games as a 32 goal pace. And, and that's coming off broken ribs and a, hor- a horrific wrist injury. Like, I yep. think Evander Kane, is the main reason why I think Connor McDavid can score 160 points because I think Kane's going to finish better than any of the other wingers he had on his line last year. Well, he's certainly due to have a better year, like, you know, just being healthy. Look at the look at the end of the season when he joined the Oilers the season before last, how good he was when he was healthy and in the playoffs. So, yeah, that's very intriguing. He's a he's a genuine sniper on the wing of a pass-first 50-goal scorer uh, you know, it's a pretty good place to be. Lots of guys that score goals next to McDavid. I also like the fact that line has size and strength mm-hmm. and weight. Yes. You know, you look at you look at the line they're up against tonight. Uh, Pedersen is is you know the top line there is Pedersen. He's like 172 pounds or something like that. Kuzmenko is short but stocky, but you know, they're good players. Don't get me wrong, they're good players, but they're smaller players, yeah. right? And then Garland is 155 pounds. So, yeah. you know, those are like, it's the old story in hockey, pal. Anyone who's heard me on the radio has heard me say it. Big and good beats small and good every time. Oh, and God, tonight yeah. it's big and good against small and good on the first line matchup. Yeah, no. Like, it, it, there's very few games the orders go into when you can say, okay, first line, mm, don't like that matchup for Edmonton. Second line, mm, don't like that matchup for Edmonton. There's just not many of them. And, and that's why I think the McLeod line is, is so important this year for Edmonton. And, you know, you get that line going and, and also, you know, eventually they got to find a fourth line. I think the fourth line will probably be solidified after the trade deadline spec. If, if I'm being bluntly honest, like, you know, Adam Ernie, when they send Nima Linen down, I won't be surprised if they sign Ernie. I'm, I'm more curious to see if they sign him to a two way deal than a one way. We'll see. The owner might be like, I don't want to pay everybody one way just in case. Um, yep. and, and, and Adam Ernie, it's funny. Like I looked at Ernie's numbers in, in Detroit. Did, did you know that Adam Ernie in the, uh, um, uh, oh man, the, the, I think it was the 21 season. Now, granted spec, it was a shortened season and, uh, Detroit wasn't very good of a team, but Adam Ernie was tied for the team lead in Detroit in goals in 2021. Right. Really? Yes. Now it was only 11, but, <laughs> and, 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 and he was not on the power play. But yeah. it, it just kind of now he did play a little bit more minutes that year. I'm I'm just saying I think Adam Ernie could be a guy like 
Last year, no one thought Yanmark was going to score double digits. When Costin was acquired, no one thought he was going to be the player. Adam Ernie, if he comes here and scores 10 goals, I'm not going to be like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that happened. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, what they're doing here is they're selecting their team, you know, to win today. Like, to win today, okay? Adam Ernie is a better fourth-line player today than Lavoie. And I know why they sent Lavoie down. I know they'll need a line and injury and all that. But to me, I love a fourth. A fourth line needs to have veteran guys. Young kids aren't any good at playing nine minutes a night. No. Okay. Young guys aren't any good at it. It's a skill that needs to be acquired. I, I'm looking at a, a fourth line through the season of Ernie with Yanmark and Ryan. Yanmark can take the draws on the left side. Ryan takes them on the right. To me, that's a fourth line. They're veteran guys. When you get up by a few goals, you get more ice time. If you're if you're in a tight game or you need goals, they get less ice time and they can still perform. So I'm, I think that fourth line for this team is absolutely awesome. And when the trade deadline comes, if you add a player and, and someone who's better and you bump someone out, that's fine. But I don't mind that line a bit, Jay. Yeah, I, I think they will add at the deadline spec because I think they want a natural right shot center. I really think that's oh yeah. I think that's what they're yep. going to want to get for sure. And I think, and to be honest, I think it's needed. I think, um, you know, you can't. I just think at times it'd be nice to have a right shot center. It's going to save dry settle from some face offs. And it's also Ryan McLeod. I think if Ryan McLeod can continue to improve his face offs, that's also going to save dry settle having to go out there to take the penalty kill for twenty five or thirty seconds. And those little hard minutes that that just saves some time and energy for dry settle. I think that's going to benefit him. Especially when it's a five on three, it, obviously the draws in your zone. You're down five on three. You gotta win the draw and buy the twenty five seconds, right? You gotta win the draw, and it's always dry side that gets over there. And if you know if he gets caught out there, if he loses the draw, now he's the one blocking shots and playing in a five on three situation. I don't want dry side being my five on three guy, right? I want my fourth line center being my five on three guy. That's who I want blocking those shots and taking that beating, not dry side. Yeah, I can see that. Dry saddle's pretty decent at it because usually on a, at it. usually Good on at a it. usually on a five on three, if you're blocking shots, that's a terrible setup by your five on three. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Those are just hard minutes. Yes. That's all I'm yeah, trying to no, say. I'd are. like to save dry saddle some hard minutes if I can. Yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, Mark Spector joins us on the Jason Greger Show on Sports fourteen forty live in Orders Nation YouTube. It is of course the few hours away from the puck drop for the Orders. 44th NHL season. They're taking on the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Spec. Oh. Now, Vancouver, there seems to be a lot of little drama going on, Garland and such, and people in there. Are they making too much of the fact that Peterson doesn't have a contract? Like, he's an RFA. Who cares if he doesn't have a contract right now? Yeah, uh, they are. Listen, this is Vancouver. They make too much of everything here. <laughs> okay? Yeah. The media is half crazy, and I say that lovingly because I know most of them. Uh, the fans are... Like Oilers fans were when their team was spinning their wheels, right? They second-guess every decision, and rightfully so, because the Canucks haven't made a lot of good ones in the last five or six or seven years, let's face it. And Edmonton was exactly the same place. So, yeah, they're worried that the Canucks are going to screw this up and they're going to lose their best player. That's what they're worried about here. I'm with you. He's an RFA uh, I think you you know you should be able to keep the guy. It shouldn't be a problem unless you have a franchise that he doesn't want to play for. And I think that's the big worry here is 
this franchise is not making the playoffs. It hasn't made the playoffs for a long time, and it might not this year. And that's the concern is Elias Peterson is going to think the grass is greener somewhere. I think we know that feeling in Evan and Jay. I think we went through a few years of that. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, when he's an RFA, like unless he asks for a trade, then you're just like, hey, negotiate. And then the other thing is find a way to be better. Right. Like That's just the thing. And I do think Demko being healthy will help them. Um, You know, I have Vancouver actually is kind of a surprise team for me in the West uh, and making the playoffs this year. And I, I, I use the Demko factor. I think Demko is why they get in. Their goaltending was terrible last year. Um, He is when healthy. I think he's the best goalie in the division. And I think that's why right. they'll, they'll slide into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't have them as a playoff team. Uh, I don't think they're. I don't like their defense. As again, we said this last mm-hmm. year. I don't think they're much better. Yeah. Um, Heronic is playing with Quinn Hughes tonight, and uh, you know I'm. I don't. I'm not sure he's a top pairing defenseman, right? Yes. Susie's hurt. I mean, they need Susie in this lineup, and he's not playing tonight. So Tyler Myers is still a fixture on this blue line, and I think he's aged a little bit. And again, I know there's an injury, but their third pairing tonight, uh, if the Oilers are going to do everything they can to exploit that third pairing, if they get caught out there against one of the top two lines of Edmonton, it's going to be trouble. So uh, I think it, to me, it's this, Jay, when we talk about goalies, I go back to the goalies that have won Stanley Cups and you know, no one would have said Aiden Hill was any was some best yep. goalie in the Pacific, but he's the one wearing the ring, and it's because of him and the team in front of him. I don't think the team in front of Demko is good enough to make Demko look like the best goalie in the division anymore. Okay, that's fair. Fill in the blank. Jack Campbell will start blank games this year. <laughs> okay, that's a good question. Uh, I think it's. I like the resurgence story. I always cheer for the underdog. I like a comeback guy. Yeah, yeah I'm a writer. That's a good story. I'm gonna say he's gonna he's gonna kind of steal the job a little bit, and he's gonna get uh, half the season would be 41. I'm gonna give him 47 starts this year. He's gonna get more than half. 47. All right, yep. back. You know what? Uh, it's gonna be an interesting thing to watch uh, this year, Jack Campbell tonight. <laughs> but I assume that like even if Campbell stands on his head tonight. I think they're starting Skinner on Saturday, no? Well, uh, what if he gets a shutout? Yeah. Man. What if he gets a shutout? Do you look your goalie in the eye who got a shutout on opening night in the road and go, yeah, we're going to the other guy now? Do you do that? I question you on that one. Yeah, No, it's fair. It's a fair question. But if you have the plan and you tell them in advance, then maybe they know. But it is a, it is a valid question, right? Like, do you, yep. do you leave them with the caveat if you get a shutout, well, right? I, I think. Listen, I think assuming that Campbell's game doesn't fall through the floor like it did last year, we've got a we're going to have a really healthy competition between two guys, which is awesome. That's the best thing for the team. So if they're going to battle, I think both guys. If you sat Skinner and Campbell in the room and said, "Look, we're drawing up a schedule here, mm-hmm. but if some guy gets a shutout, he's going to start again two nights later." I think both goalies would say, "Yeah, I buy that." Yeah. Now they want to be part of that. Makes sense. Yep. Speck, uh, get down to the rig. Here, here's the last one. What time will puck drop be tonight? Oh, here is this the part where uh, Jason Greger criticizes the league for starting late and uh, starts his five o'clock hit with Speck at five oh five or five oh six every night? Is that where? Is, are we reached that part of the show, Jay? Hey, Speck, we were at five. We were right on time. <laughs> I love when you complain about that. I don't know when it's going to start. <laughs> it's going to start late, I promise you. Oh, there you go. That's all I needed to hear, Speck. <laughs> well, we'll see you at 
816 for puck drop is my guess tonight. 816 right. Edmonton. Thanks, Jay. That's uh, Mark Spector in the uh, Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Um, we'll return. We got lots of text flying in at 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. We're going to hear from uh, Jay Woodcroft. We also get to our uh, Play Alberta picks coming up next on the Jason Greger Show. We continue on game day on Sports 1440. The Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks getting going in about eh, three hours' time, maybe just under. Should be nice. Oh, congratulations, Teresa. Teresa was the uh, winner earlier. She's going to the Pizza Pig out. Uh, Brad's a little under the weather, can't make it, didn't want to waste his tickets. So she's going. Her and Aaron. Nice. Be sure to support the cause. You'll have a lot of fun. Everybody that's coming down tonight, we've got a pretty big, uh, it's almost sold out, I think. Should be awesome. So uh, we'll be there at uh, around 6 o'clock for the Pizza Pig out at Molson House tonight. And uh, then we'll have a little watch party. Watching the uh, Oilers and the Canucks, for those interested. I think there's a, a lot of excitement in Oilersville right now to uh, to see how good the Oilers will be this year. I like it. So, hey, Greg's, did you uh, happen to see the start time in Nashville and Tampa Bay last night? It's possible. They were two minutes after. I know. They, the puck dropped at 532 Eastern last night. So it is possible. It's very possible for them to be close. Be amazing. Amazing. And I, you know what? Hey, when you're in Vegas last night and you have a, uh, it's a little bit later. But here's the funny thing. The teams know they have it all planned down to the second when they know they're going to have the puck drop. So they tell the players because the players like to uh, to plan for it, right? They know it. So why can't you? Uh, why can't you? Just uh, just my thoughts. So we'll uh, we'll see where it goes. Now, a lot of text flying in. Eight three three four zero one fourteen. 40 in regards to the orders. We had uh, lots of questions earlier. We'll get to uh, some of them. We're also going to get to uh, Jay Woodcroft coming up. Hey, guys, if Ekholm doesn't play tonight, should we be concerned that it's very serious? Well, no, because he's been on the ice for the last four days. So he's close, but I'll say this again. Um, I think you'd be, you should be happier that they're being cautious than rushing him back. As Speck said, and we, and I would agree. You don't need Matthias Ekholm on October 11th. You know when you need him? April 11th or April 18th, whenever the playoffs begin. That's when you need him. So if he misses game one, no big deal. right? It's got a little bit of tightness in his hip. I don't know how serious it is. It's not terribly serious because he's been skating for a lot of it. right? It's just you're worried. and, And hips are so important for hockey players. So much of your strength comes from your hips, your mobility, your movement, turning, right? There's lots of strain on them all the time. You're battling in front. You're battling in the corner. You're on one leg. You're reaching here. You're reaching there. There's there's a lot of stress on it. So why would you rush him back? And, and here's the thing. Edmonton played 60 games without Matias Ekholm last year. They're pretty decent. He helped them, no question. But... I think the Edmonton Orders can handle a game or two without Matias Ekholm. Especially if it's early in the year. So, I look at the fact that it gives Phil Broberg just a few more minutes earlier in the season. Boost his confidence. 
Get him playing a bit more. Ekholm's really been pushing Philip Broberg to be more assertive. That's what I like. There's certain things I'm watching for tonight. And I want to ask Connor Halley, like, and even you, like, what are, like, to me, like, obviously you watch Connor McDavid because he's that exciting, right? Like, you watch the Order's power play because you're like, okay, is there any new wrinkle? Because you know there's going to be a new wrinkle at some point. Like, remember when they unveiled that play where uh, you had Dry Saddle and he's looking and he takes the pass on his backhand in the slot and then just lifts his stick and fires? And people are like, what was that? And then quickly, Austin Matthews and other guys are trying it. Right? Like, the order's power play, the creativity of Dry Saddle McDavid is fun to watch. So, yeah, I'm watching, but that's not what I'm watching to see is Philip Broberg going to be assertive. Tonight, jump, carry that puck, transport it, jump up in the play. I'm curious to see Dylan Holloway, Warren Fogle, Ryan McLeod. What are they going to be? I know Connor McDavid's going to create offense. I know it, right? Kane's going to get some chances. Brown's going to get some chances. I assume Hyman's going to get some chances. You know, could he bang home a a breakaway? Maybe. But I'm more so, what's Broberg going to look like? And what about Vinny DeHarnay? It's only one game, and I, it doesn't make or break it for me, but I have certain players I'm watching for. I'm also looking to see, okay, now it's regular season. Let's see this uh, 1-1-3 neutral zone that they're doing. Look at the defensive zone, which I think is a little bit more passive for the center iceman. And how does that help them? So those are the things that I'm looking for. Cons, what about you? Yeah, Vinny Dearney's one for sure. I want to see, you know, having a full NHL offseason, uh, you know, probably with the expectation of being a everyday, most of the time contributor for this team. Uh, certainly one I am interested in. Um, another one, I, I guess for me, uh, Dylan Holloway is going to be someone to pay attention to. And then the pairing of Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard. You know, we, we can talk about how much Evan Bouchard really improved his game, you know, later on in the year, obviously getting the power play time. I'm sure yeah. that helped his confidence, but then bringing in Matthias Ekholm and it, it really helped his game, having Matthias Ekholm, that veteran presence there. So I want to see how he does with Darnell Nurse and the top pairing. Like you said, it's one game, but very intrigued by those storylines for sure. And then, I mean, the goaltending, that's going to be something to watch throughout the entirety of the year because you got two guys that are going to be battling for starts. Yeah. No, it, I, the goaltending is definitely one. Like Jack Campbell's looked excellent in preseason. Against some NHL guys for sure. But, you know, Vancouver's power play is pretty dangerous. Pedersen's got a sick release. And the orders, the other thing I'll be watching for is how many power plays they've given up early on. Because we know they uh, they were down a man quite a bit through the preseason games. Yes, I understand it's only preseason. Hey, Gregs, what about this for a nickname? E equals MC squared. Kane with McDavid. And, of course, Brown. Is it too deep for hockey fans? Thanks. Old Man River. E equals MC squared. I get the theory behind it. It's creative. It's not a good nickname because it doesn't roll off the tongue. Right? Like, you got the French connection line, Rob, as you had mentioned. Right? The triple crown line. Great line. Kid line. Easy. Right? The production line. But E equals MC squared line? Nah, not really. Legion of Doom? Sick name. That was a really good name. So I'd be all for coming up with a line, moniker for the team, but I think it's got to be a good one. And they probably have to stick together for a while before they get the name. I don't think you can give a name after one game. So that's where I would be uh, 
that's where I would stand on that. Hey, Greg's, what's the status of Sam Gagne? I had a good conversation with Sam. Good question, Trevor. Uh, I spoke to Sam yesterday. So in the next 10 days, Sam Gagne is going to go down to Bakersfield. What he's waiting on is a visa. So he's feeling better. He's skating with the team. Right? He'll go down there. He'll sign basically an ATO in Bakersfield, get in some games, and then see what happens. But And so he explained to me what had happened. So he had a plan that he was going to have the – he basically had the, the labrums in both of his hips. He needed those fixed. And so he sp- spoke with the doctor, and the doctor had said, you know what, I'd like to do one and then do the second one two weeks later. Because if you did both at once, then you're going to have to stay in a wheelchair for the first bit, then your scar tissue can build up and it can be a little bit harder. So Gangler's like, okay. And so the doc went in, and the left one was worse than the right one. He went in and did the left one. Unfortunately, after because and any doctor out there that's listening right now can tell you what you see on the screen is you give a bet, like a, a really educated guess on how much damage you think is there. But until you actually cut the person open and see it, you don't really know. And so when the doctor went in, the damage was worse than they thought. And so then they had to give him more time to heal because he had to shave a little bit more of the bone off. Needed more time to heal. So then, instead of being two weeks after, he had to wait five weeks to do the second hip. And that's why it's uh, he's a little bit behind schedule. Because he was hoping to be ready to go for training camp. But those extra three weeks basically put him behind the eight ball. So that's where Sam Gagne is at now. Uh, now he's just waiting for uh, a visa. He has to get a, a temporary work visa to go down to the to the U.S. And then once he gets that, so anytime in the next 10 days, don't be surprised to see an announcement with uh, Sam Gagne going down to Bakersfield. And then, you know what? He just kind of wants to see how it goes. Hey, Gregor, why not just EC squared? Yeah. But what does EC squared mean? You know, it's not bad. What do people think? Give me your vote on it. EC squared. Connor, yay or nay? Uh, nay for me. Nay for you. No, I mean they got to they got to be together consistently before I start thinking about nicknames. Like we've seen the blender come out in the past, and I, I think we got to wait and just see if something comes organically. The one I will say because everyone was texting and social media was talking about the kid line. We got to change that. We need a new one. Jim Halpert once called it the infantry, so I think that might be a a nice little twist on it. But yeah, I don't know about that old uh, EC squared. Sorry, Corey. Okay, there you go. Connor, I like it. Hey, you know what? If you're going to come up with a moniker for a line, it's got to stick, right? It's got to be one that you're like, okay, this is going to last. It's going to last a long time. We'll take our uh, final break. It's the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Oh, we also, uh, our games tonight, uh, the three picks that we went with, uh, thanks to Tim for his recommendation. Uh, we went with, um, hey, how could we not? We had to go with... um it's first game, so he went with the uh, Oilers, taking on the Vancouver Canucks. We went with uh, Toronto over Montreal, and uh, Boston beating Chicago, who played last night. So uh, there you go. Well, uh, well, we're on a little bit of a losing streak here, three in a row. So we need we need to change. See what happens. So. That's our, uh, those are our wagers for today. On behalf of, uh, 
Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Connor's going to come back with Jay Woodcroft, wrap up the show. I'll see everybody at the Pizza Pickout. Thank you so much for uh, supporting Kids Sport. We'll have a lot of fun tonight. We'll break down the game tomorrow. Enjoy that game and all the other ones. All seven Canadian teams are in action. Text line humming today for 833-401-1440. Be sure to uh, communicate with Connor here in the final segment. We're back here on the Jason Greger Show, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Connor Halley with you. Greger heading down to the Pizza Pig Out. Declan and I will head down there after. Probably be here for a little bit, though. If you are heading down, uh, should be a great time. And uh, advice from Greger, a veteran of these Pizza Pig Outs. Try things you wouldn't typically try. You might find something good. I might take that advice. I might. I might also just stick to pepperoni and uh, enjoy myself. Uh, looking around the NHL tonight, right now, the Montreal Canadiens on top of the Toronto Maple Leafs one nothing. It was Josh Evans with the goal there uh, for the Hurricanes. They currently... Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Trail. The Ottawa Senators won nothing in scoreless out in Boston between the Bruins and the Blackhawks. Still to come tonight, the Flames take on the Jets and the Avalanche in Los Angeles taking on the Kings. And, of course, the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Vancouver Canucks. That one gets going just after 8 o'clock. If you are looking for some pregame coverage here in town, check out the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. Uh, if you're on YouTube right now, uh, we've got over 100 people in the room right now watching us. Just keep it locked in there. You'll be good. Uh, for those looking, just head over to YouTube. Search Oilers Nation. You'll see it right there. And Tyler Uremchuk and Aaron Bardato are going to have you covered pre- and post-game coverage. Uh, that one will get going at 7 o'clock. With that, we will get to the oil report brought to you by Action Electrical. 
continuing to expand. And now with a solar division, you can check them out, actionelectrical.net. Uh, we'll hear from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft, the audio courtesy of Mark Spector. All right, Jay, maybe just take us through the accumulation of the preparation. I know the players got in really early, long camp, long preseason. The day has finally come. What it entails for you and the group? Well, it, you know, today it feels like you studied for a long time to begin to take a test. And and I think um, there's a jump in everybody's step. Like you said, it was, the players came in early, put in a lot of hard work on their own. And then uh, I think we've had a real productive camp here. Um, the last couple of days of practice have had good spirit about it. Uh, but ultimately, we want to make sure we're ready and ready to come out and execute tonight. Gee, I know you're always focused on the day's business, but a lot of projections in the hockey media world specifically has Edmonton ranked pretty high and potentially going all the way. How do you let that not affect the day-to-day? Well, I think... Like you said, I think where you put your focus is important. As a coach of the team, uh, my focus is on making sure that we're the best that we can be on that given day. Um, Prognostications are left to this group right here. Uh, That's their job. Our job is to make sure that we're performing at our capability day in day out and uh, you know as I said yesterday to the assembled media I like where our team's at but ultimately we're about to take a test and that starts tonight against a very good um, Vancouver Canucks team I'll ask you a favorite question sure. you have a starting goalie see what comes out the gate tonight I was I had a bet on who was going to ask it so I had stuff so Jay Jack Campbell was the first goalie off the ice what has he uh, what has he shown you here through the preseason and where where's your confidence level at, maybe compared to a year ago when Stuart Skinner was a little bit unproven, and especially factoring in how Campbell performed in the preseason. I think the reality uh, of today's NHL is that it's a two-goalie league, and uh, we feel really good about both of our goalie options. We'll see what comes out the gate tonight. Beckholm is still out there by the looks of it, skating late. Uh, usually those guys don't play tonight. Do you, uh, your thoughts on an 11-6 and six one? Um, you know, we have 11 and 7. Uh, so we'll see what comes out the gate tonight. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, I thought we had a really good camp. Obviously, there were some guys that with a, some bumps and bruises and some healing to do, uh, but we like our options here tonight. You had to start last season uh, shorthanded. Yep. You're comfortable in that in that uh, format. Does it, not, like, does it matter to you guys? To, if it, I mean, obviously, uh, you your for me, I don't even yeah. think about that. I think we have 20 players available and we're ready to execute um, unless I'm told differently. Jay, you've been in the league a long time. Does the lust of opening night still have an effect on you? Sorry? Does, does the lust of opening night still have an effect uh, on you? Pretty special. Well, I, I, I think uh, what opening night is, is it, it's an opportunity where everybody feels good about uh, the season that's ahead of them. Now, different teams have different measurements of what a good season is different teams have different focal points heading into the season uh but i think uh you know i was watching hockey last night i i was excited to to see games that counted for points and i thought it was a high level displayed on night one and we're looking to play our best tonight as i said against a really good opponent in the vancouver canucks that that play hard and and had a pretty good preseason jay you just made a good point about different teams have different definitions of what a good season is mm-hmm. are you excited about what you believe this team 
has in terms of a definition of a good season? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in the potential of the group that Ken Holland has assembled that is led by our captain, Connor McDavid. Um, I'm a big believer that our, our team can do some special things here. But I'm also a believer that uh, for us to be at our best, uh, we have to have a daily commitment um, to playing towards our full potential. And that's where our focus is. We do that. Um, all the results, they take care of themselves. See, uh, you know, guys are in, get in such good shape in the summer. They work really hard now. Yep. Captain skate started on September 5th. Yeah. Then training camp, eight full games. And now your season starts, and you got three significant players that have had injuries. They're nursing injuries starting the season. Now that the preseason's over, do you debrief on that and maybe consider the workload on these guys before the season starts? Um, no, I think they're in such great. I think that's common to have Knicks for any team. You look at it, the rosters around the league spec, I would say. I think I saw something yesterday that said one team's starting with a 20-man roster. A bunch of teams are starting with a 21-man roster. You look around the lineup, I think that team over there is going to start with 11-6 and six tonight. So, you know, things happen in training. Things happen in um, preseason. It's hard to control that stuff. I like the look in our team's eye. I like our health. I think we're in a good spot. See how we roll here tonight. There you go. That is head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Jay Woodcross. Speaking to the media earlier today, we're about uh, two hours, ten minutes away from puck drop. We'll see when it actually gets going. Uh, That was for Action Electrical. Check them out, actionelectrical.net. Uh, also, just want to quickly let you guys know there's uh, some Major League Baseball games going on here, and I gave you a little update on the NHL. Uh, Connor Bedard, his first goal in the NHL. The uh, Chicago Blackhawks now lead the Bruins 1-0. And in the majors, Phillies up on the Braves 8-2. That one's heading into the eighth inning. That is Game 3 series tied at a game apiece. And the Astros and Twins tied at 1. Houston looking to wrap up that series tonight. A lot of text coming in here. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. AZ says or AZ Connor. Let's get a little Giants talk for the rest of this segment. I'll be the honorable strutty guest. Uh, well, for the New York Giants. So you know what? If you had told me they'd only lose by fifteen to the Miami Dolphins last week, I would have said that's not too bad. Uh, the tough news is now you got the Giants or the Bills this weekend which certainly won't be easy in Buffalo, a team that is probably a little ticked off with how it went last week in London. That is a primetime game as well. Nice Sunday nighter. So we'll see how that one goes. But hey, then you got the Commanders, you got the Jets, Raiders. Who knows? Maybe you had a couple wins there. Uh, Giants certainly trying to turn it around. Having Saquon Barkley back in any capacity would be huge for the Giants. Norman a Combine says, go Astros. And uh, then we also had some nicknames for that top line, the two Connors and Evander Kane. Brad says that line is the definition of a Gordie Howe hat trick. I mean, you got the finisher, you got the, I guess, is McDavid the assist man? Brown can be the finisher. Kane's the fighter. Kane can fight, but he's a pretty good finisher too. McDavid just does it all except fight. Uh, We'll have to keep those names coming in for the Connor McDavid, Connor Brown, Evander Kane line. That's going to do it for us here on the Jason Greger Show. A reminder, the Oilers get going in about two hours, 20 minutes, give or take. 
If you want to come down to the Canadian Brew House or the Canadian Ice House downtown, you can join us there. We'll have a little watch party after the pizza pig out. Also, you've seen our hats on YouTube. If you'd like to win one of those hats, check us out on social media, Sports1440 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'll be giving away one of those. Very simple. You just got to follow a few instructions, and you could be taking that one home. That'll do it for us here on Sports 1440 for the day. At 9 o'clock, you got Fox Sports Radio, and then Kevin Carey is back tomorrow, 7 a.m., with guest host Ladislav Schmid. Before we go, though, we'll get to a Sports Center update with me, Connor Halley, brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. They're excited to be back on the air with Sports 1440. All compact BXB tractors in stock and are on sale with 0% financing for 84 months. Shop online now at edmontonkubota.com. Have a great night, everyone. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.